Hello and welcome to another edition of From the Helm with Marine Max. I'm your host, Lisa, and he is your other host, Kelly. Hello. We are here bringing you all the boating news, and today we have a very special guest, Mr. Will Rogers from Boston Whaler. Hello, hey, sir. Will. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you today? Excellent. Great. All the viewers out there, please make sure to follow us on Facebook at Marine Max Leisure, on Instagram and YouTube at Marine Max Online, and on Twitter at Marine Max. We are bringing you all the boating news. And I'd also encourage you to follow Boston Whaler. They are at Boston Whaler Inc. Global on Facebook and at Boston Whaler on Instagram and YouTube. And Kelly, I think we're getting started. We're going to kick it off with a video today. Is that correct? All right. That is correct, Lisa. Let's, all right. Uh, let's, let's dive in and we'll get interviewing to Will. All right. All right. Boston Whaler was originated by Dick Fisher sometime in the early 50s. He was reading a magazine, a uh, popular mechanics magazine, about a couple of new components. One was called fiberglass and the other one was called styrofoam. Fisher did some engineering with it and created what we now have as our Unibond construction, which is a full bottom or hull. And what makes Whaler unique is the inner liner. He marries those two pieces with a special process weld and then completely fills the core with the polyurethane foam, making it unsinkable. You could cut that boat into a hundred pieces and every single one of those would float. He wasn't trying to start a boat company to go sell a bunch of boats. He was building something for himself and he was doing it with cutting edge materials and new thoughts and new innovation, uh, trying some things that nobody had ever tried. And we do that today. The brand moved from Rockland, Mass on around 1987, uh, moving to Florida. Since that time, this entire campus has evolved into one of the premier boat building facilities in the world. We're taking a refined design concept and all the ideas from our industrial design team and we're bringing it to life. So we're doing the naval architecture, we're doing the structural engineering, we're working with suppliers and developing all the component parts, doing all the fiberglass tooling. In fact, how we build things, even though technology and some materials have changed, is very similar to the first boat that Dick Fisher built in 1958. It's a boat that's handcrafted uh, and, and the, the employees really take pride in what they're doing. The pillars of the brand, you know, the safety, the quality, the reliability have stayed consistent. And that's what you would like to see through changes in leadership. This is a company that's persevered over a lot of years with different leadership and different people in all the key positions. And I think that speaks to the culture of the business. It transcends any individual person, any individual group in any individual strategy or, or thought we might be working on. Everything we do in product development evolves around the customer. This is uh, actually my seventh Boston Whaler. I grew up with a friend that had a 13-foot whaler. The boat was bought in 1967. It's now JJ's. We look at how can we give people a better overall experience on the water while they're using our product. The fact that they're the safest boats on the water, uh, the, the amount of innovation we bring, and the level of engineering we bring with it, makes it like no other boat on the water. By far, they are the safest boat, uh, in my opinion, the most highly engineered boat. When I first started, it was very much looking at what's the competition doing. We've evolved over time to 
have the competition in the corner of our eyes, but we're never staring straight at them. We're always staring straight towards the future. Being a product leader as our strategy uh, means creating and introducing into the market the most innovative product. It makes the rest of the industry look at us and say, wow, what's Boston Whaler going to do next? Boston Whaler is iconic. I think Boston Whaler is the past, but it's also so much of the future. Wow. Yeah. If that doesn't what a make great way to start. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be back. <laughs> well, welcome, Will. Um, let's. I mean, obviously that was a great overview of of Whaler the brand, but let's let's get into a little bit more about you. Uh, tell us who you are and what you do for uh, Whaler. Well, good morning. Uh, my name's Will Rogers, and I'm the director of large boat sales for Boston Whaler. Uh, I've been here at uh, Whaler almost 20 years now, and uh, we have certainly uh, seen all our facets of, uh, of production here, from uh, the little 11s uh, up to what I represent today, which are the uh, 420 and 405 Conquest. So, uh, I've seen quite a bit of evolution here over the last 20 years and seen a tremendous amount of change in the product. Uh, I can remember my first Miami boat show. Uh, my boss told me that I had to sell a uh, 27 Outrage. And I was like, oh, my dear God, I have to sell a 27-foot boat. I'm not quite sure what to do. And, um, and then he told me that the boat cost $89,000. Wow. I was like, oh, my goodness, I don't know anybody that can afford $89,000. How in the world am I going to sell a 27-foot outrage? Well, lo and behold, today we are you know, our market leaders. Uh, we have some of the best product, safest product out there in the world. And we have boats that uh, routinely retail in the uh, $1.3, $1.4 million range. Uh, and uh, we're very blessed to have that. And, you know, it's just been a great evolution here at Whaler. But I think uh, also in terms of that pricing, you're paying for the quality of a Boston Whaler. I mean, when, you're, when you go out into the, the boating community and you say the name Boston Whaler, I mean, people just know that as a quality product. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, today here at the plant, uh, if you were able to walk through the facility, uh, you would see that um, not only as uh, as you're looking in the background at, at my facility, how clean and organized it is, uh, but uh, certainly our safety record here, which is something we're very proud of. Um, and all of these things go to driving the processes that go into building a Boston Whaler. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, again, it's a very high quality boat. Highest components, uh, highest quality components are used. Uh, there are significant uh, years of engineering before we introduce a product to the market. And uh, these are things that sometimes are, 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 you know, it takes a little bit of time to develop a boat. Uh, but when we do develop it, uh, that's why we are out there and we're winning things like CSI awards. We're winning mm -hmm. innovation awards. We're winning boat of the year awards uh, for our product. And we do this quite routinely. The quality that goes into the Boston Whaler, everything from the hardware to the thousands of hours of engineering that are accomplished by the, uh, you know, 1,200 people that work here at Whaler uh, are very very significant. Uh, we are a company that sometimes uh, will take two, three years to bring a product to the market. And that's because we do a lot of uh, very interesting groundwork, uh, a lot mm -hmm. of voice of the customer work, 
Uh, we do a lot of engineering validation, which is uh, right now what our 405 Conquest is in. Uh, we are literally putting hundreds of hours on that boat before we even build the first production one. Mm -hmm. uh, so these are things that, uh, you know, owners see. It's a great quality. Uh, it's, uh, you can see it not only from looking at hinges and, and fittings and so forth, but also the assembly of all these components, whether it be the bonding of all the through hauls, uh, bronze through hauls, uh, whether it be the yacht quality uh, electronics installations at the helm, uh, and then other features that are very innovative. Like today, we're bringing new products to the market like Coolbox, uh, glycol-based uh, refrigeration system. Uh, we're bringing things like Seakeeper, uh, gyro stabilization. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the latest technology from Mercury, which is one of our valued partners. And uh, these things are really appreciated by our clientele. And obviously, they're very manifested in the product itself and the high quality that it is. Well, and I see, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're seeing the factory as it is today. So this is the present. Um, I'd also like to kind of go in the past a little bit. And you, we saw it a little bit in that video uh, mm -hmm. of what what the, the the foundation of Whaler was. Could you talk a little bit about how how the past has become what what Boston Whaler is, not only in the present, but also what it will become in the future as well? Well, one of the most fundamental things that I've asked uh, on a day to day basis, actually, is, uh, hey, Will, are are, are those boats still unsinkable? And if you mm -hmm. look at what uh, Richard Fisher did, uh, you know, in in the late nineteen uh, fifties, uh, where he married these new materials, fiberglass and foam, and made this foam filled boat that was unsinkable. Uh, at that, that time, that was very much cutting edge technology. And yes, a thirteen and a seventeen foot boat were uh, unsinkable and and very much cutting edge technology. Uh, the resins, the uh, the uh, chemicals in the foam, all mm -hmm. of these things were all at that time very cutting edge technology. Um, today, it's no different at Whaler. And, um, you know, when I do tours here, uh, we talk about, you know, the resins that go into the boats, the gel coats. Um, we are in our, I, I don't even remember what evolution of foam chemical composition we're into today, but it is uh, significantly changed from that day. But fundamentally, uh, when you look at the boat, uh, yes, there's still an inner and an outer hull. Uh, we still inject uh, uh, structural foam into that boat. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes them unsinkable. And also what gives them the ride quality and the uh, ride quality, the sound quality that uh, sometimes people tell me, hey, Will, I'm out in a whaler. And the thing is, is a very quiet. I don't hear the water hitting the hull, those sort of things. And, um, you know, all of this structure uh, just really does goes a long way to giving us the best ride and the highest quality. Right. And longevity. There was a woman in the video that said she bought her, her whaler in the 60s. And that's that's amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and that's one of the things, uh, you know, I'm very fortunate. We're out on the water quite a bit. And uh, it always warms my heart to see young people out on their 13s, 15s, 17s. And uh, I got to tell you, well, while some young people are out in, in newer boats, um, the majority that I see are vintage, mm -hmm. uh, vintage 13s from the 1960s. And, um, you know, they're out there just, uh, you know, like I did when I was that age, uh, uh, learning the ways of the world. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of responsibility to be behind the helm. And at that young age, I can't think of a better lesson. Well, and I think... Uh, it, those boats do not age. You know, you could look at a, you know, a vintage whaler and it just looks pristine and, and just, uh, I mean, it does not age when it comes, you, you look at a lot of boats, you're like, wow, now that is a retro boat. But looking at a, a vintage whaler, it's just a, a, a sight to behold to see something like that on the water. 
Well, I agree completely. And one of the things that I'd like to point out is um, our Montauk series. And over the years, we've watched that Montauk series evolve. Um, and kudos go to Charlie Foss and his whole entire design department here at Whaler because our latest evolution, when you look at it, you say, that is a Montauk. Uh, mm -hmm. There is no question what you're looking at. However, to make it relevant to today's time, um, that's a fantastic achievement uh, to make it so that anybody that walks up to the boat goes, that is a Montauk. There, there, there's no doubt. Um, these are things that uh, you know are, are not easily done. Our design departments, our engineering departments all get involved in this. And ultimately, when we go to the market with the boat, um, we have such a large customer base that it's very important to you know keep them relevant to product development. Mm -hmm. And I'm bringing up as you're you're discussing the Montauk series here is uh, I'm bringing up I, I don't know if you can see but this is kind of the family of Montauk starting with the the 15 the 150 yes. um, and uh, yeah it's just to talk about um, you know just uh, uh, a timeless boat is the Montauk right? Very well said. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I, I again, um, you know, the classic 17s, they're all over the planet. It, it doesn't matter whether I'm in Croatia and Dubai. Um, you know, we've, we've been fortunate to travel down to South America. Uh, I've been all over the planet with the company. Very fortunate there. And you always find a 17 Montauk, uh, depending on what vintage it is. Uh, some of my favorite 17 Montauks are in the Bahamas. Uh, mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, you have to work for Boston Whaler to recognize what you're looking at. Uh, in terms of the boat, because for many times, all you're seeing is what's left of the structural foam. And yes, these folks are out in that boat every day and, and working and making their livelihoods. Uh, but the Montauk series, you know, all the way up through the 21 uh, are just phenomenal uh, boats, uh, very family oriented. Uh, you know, something that is going to allow you to go do your fishing, uh, entertaining, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, a full day at the sandbar. Uh, you know, all these things, the Montauk does very well, uh, yet it is a very simple boat to take care of. And a lot of times that's what people like to hear. Hey, you know, there's not a lot of maintenance involved here. Mm -hmm. uh, I can go out on the water, wash it down and put it away and I'm ready to go for the next time. So the Montauk series to me uh, is iconic Boston Whaler. I mean, while the 13 Super Sport uh, is right up there, um, you know, it just you can't beat the Montauk series. And then from those series of boats we've evolved oh here we go another video good so um, uh yeah i thought i'd play uh while you're talking about it too uh let's hope that the audio is not loud uh but we'll play the montage video all right i'm gonna just turn mine down a little bit so that it doesn't spill over oh yeah yeah you, you know, want to uh, talk about it a little bit i think you know uh tracy davis is our, our senior marketing person here at boston whaler I've been fortunate to work with her in many years uh, and also being fortunate to partake in some of these photo shoots. And, uh, you know, here's one in the Montauk that we did over on the west coast of Florida. Uh, just, you know, absolutely exactly what the Montauk uh, represents. You know, a nice, a great family boat that can be easily trailered, easily stored, and provides a great platform for the family on a, on a weekend. And if you guys want to see any of these videos, uh, for sure, check out uh, Boston Whalers YouTube channel, Boston Whalers website, and of course, uh, MarineMax.com and uh, uh, check out, uh, you know, MarineMax YouTube channel. We have all these videos on there and full walkthroughs of these different boats too. So if you want to see, uh, you know, more in-depth 
um, you know, what these boats are like, not only just from uh, out on the water, but somebody like Spencer, some of these uh, Marine Ma or sorry, Boston Whaler team members walking mm -hmm. through these boats. Uh, we have those for you as well. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, when you when you go to our website, uh, you're, you're going to find all of these videos. You're going to find all of the specifications and so forth. But um, you know, currently we have uh, some of our senior engineers that are doing the walkthroughs, uh, such as Spencer, uh, such as Chris, yep. and uh, you know, Chris just did one on the 405 Conquest. Uh, it, you know, and you can really see the pride. Uh, mm -hmm. that goes into uh, the management of the engineering effort for a particular boat. And as I said earlier, this, this engineering effort in some cases represents three, four years of work for uh, entire teams. Uh, and you can just see that pride coming through uh, with them. You know, Spencer just, uh, just finished launching uh, the new 28 Vantage. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know that he uh, was down at the Miami Boat Show, and uh, I don't think you could pry him away from the boat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we but, got, uh, we got know, that's, with that's exactly what we want. And, uh, you know, the, the 28 is building on uh, uh, so successful 23, 27, and, uh, and 32 uh, Vantages. Uh, you know, it incorporates a phenomenal seating forward for the family, uh, great weather protection throughout the entire boat. Uh, you know, you have some very, very innovative uh, helm area. Oh, and here we go, introducing it at the New York Boat Show yeah. uh, here, the 28 Vantage. There we go. And I think uh, Spencer will probably be seen here in just a minute. But, uh, you know, and again, uh, there's a term that I've used many times, folks. And uh, when you look at our Boston Whalers, um, you know, they're, they're boats that can take you beyond the horizon and back. And there's Spencer right now talking about the yeah. boat. Uh, maybe I should uh, let him go with the audio. Uh, well, I, yeah, I think I can bring it up here a little bit. No worries. Uh, well, anyway, he's uh, he's showing the boat there to uh, to our uh, our media f uh, partners and uh, showing you all the innovative features on the boat. But uh, you know, and again, uh, it's uh, it's a series of boats that started with. Uh, the uh, Venturas and uh, uh, actually started with the Dauntless. Uh, if I go back into history, uh, mm -hmm. there was a split windshield Dauntless that was first on the water. Uh, that evolved into the Ventura series, which was a 21-foot, 18-foot uh, boats that, uh, that were in our history. Um, that went away for a little while, and then we saw just a resurgence in that market, uh, look at people looking for uh, weather protection, a split windshield, uh, we introduced the 23 Vantage and 27 Vantage. And uh, when we introduced those boats, they, they were award winners. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, every yep. every category of boat, every boat show that we went to, we were collecting awards for the innovative features on the boats. And then today with our 28 Vantage, it's just the next level of evolution, whether it's the uh, helm station that you're looking at here, the ergonomics of it, uh, the engineering of it, the partnership of uh, different partners that we have, such as Ray Marine, uh, all these things go into the engineering of the boat. Uh, yet we develop a product that is very appealing to the family, um, mm -hmm. that is very safe on the water, um, uh, that is uh, very recognizable. I mean, yeah. if you tell your friends, hey, I just bought the new 28 Vantage Boston Whaler, uh, there's an immediate connection with the brand. Um, so from that standpoint, uh, you know, this boat's going to represent uh, the direction that we're going through with, uh, you know, new changes and things that we hear from our customers 
uh, incorporating them into new product uh, and then getting them out to the field. Well, and I think, uh, and it shows, especially with the, the new 20 Advantage uh, in, in some of the additional new models, 405 Conquest being one of them too, is the amount of innovation and functionality. Uh, it seems like Whaler goes above and beyond when it comes to functionality and using, you only have a limited amount of space on a boat and taking advantage of that space to give you, some people like to lay back, but then some people like to sit upright. Well, we can do both right. with this boat because of the way that it's engineered. Could you kind of talk a little bit about engineering when it comes to Whaler? Absolutely. So one of the things that's uh, that's very key to our brand is uh, we're very well known as the offshore fishing heavy-duty brand. I mean, that's that's the given here at Boston Whaler. We understand that. Um, but over the years, we've, we've evolved into uh, very much the off, offshore heavy-duty brand but that also appeals to the family. Mm -hmm. So we, we have a term that sometimes I use, which is called, you know, we fish hard on Friday or Saturday, and then we entertain on Sunday. And, uh, you know, whether our families are out fishing with us or, or our friends are out fishing with us or uh, vice versa on a, on a Sunday, you're spending the day at the sandbar. Um, our product covers all of those scenarios. Look right. at the 405 Conquest oven boat that's going to appeal to a heavy duty fishermen and a cabin boat that's going to appeal to people who actually want to go and cruise for a period of time. It's, it's not mm -hmm. just spend the night, it's spend the week. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, to design these boats, I uh, give a lot of credit to our engineering departments here at Boston Whaler because they spend a tremendous amount of time, uh, not only understanding what our current owners, uh, have in mind and, and, and things that they would like to see into boats, um, but also looking at what market trends are, not only market trends in the marine industry, but something that may come from the recreational industry, uh, the RV industry. Uh, we model some uh, head compartments after airlines. Uh, so there's a lot of carryover into different aspects and different things that uh, us as humans, we interface with that carry over into the engineering that goes into a Boston whaler. Mm -hmm. Now, the helm deck on the 405 Conquest, that's insane. Um, mm -hmm. uh, there is rear-facing seating, forward-facing seating, side-facing seating. If you don't like that, push a button and it all converts into something else. Um, so that, that part of the boat and that engineering that goes into it, and, you know, and I can remember, uh, you know, one of your team members and, uh, I'm, you know, Chuck Cashman was uh, asked about, uh, hey, what can we do to this boat to, to make it better? And he said, listen, you know, it's great that that seat flips around, but wouldn't it be cool if it was a leaning post? We incorporate those kind of things, whether it's dealer feedback or customer feedback, all that goes into the uh, design and operation of the boat. So who would have thought that you would put a 24-inch Raymarine monitor for the companion to the helm? <laughs> All right. And I can tell you, I, I, as, as you guys know, I've got thousands of hours on our product out on the water. Uh, my other alias, Captain Will, is, is very well known around the world. But, um, you know, when you think about it and I'm running the boats, it's like, you know, I like to have my navigation up. I like to have my other features up. And quite frankly, I don't like anybody playing with them while I'm navigating. You know, this is my, my uh, understanding of what's going on. Now, here we went and took it one step further and added a 24 inch monitor to the uh, companion seat. And now the entire family can see where we're going. Mm -hmm. uh, 
tell me not to hit the sandbar for the 15th billion time. Uh, or, you know, or find that restaurant that we want to go to or find that uh, secluded bay that we want to go and have our, our, our outings mm-hmm. in. Uh, so the, you know, things like that, uh, you know, they, we take them for granted today. Uh, but then you see, geez, no, nobody else has anything like that. So it's very innovative. I know it's it's, it's been fun to talk to the team at boat shows. I remember being on the 405 with Spencer and doing a walkthrough with him, and you could tell uh, his passion and just uh, his en- the process of engineering some of that some of those innovations comes out with him talking like, look how cool this is. This we never thought this could ever happen. And it's just every single evolution and every single year, Boston Whaler seems to outdo itself. Well, you know, and that's just kudos to the team here. Um, you know, there's so much research that goes on, whether it's with our customer base, uh, whether it's the engineering group. And, uh, you know, sometimes uh, I kind of chuckle when uh, a particular group of engineers, they go to uh, SEMA, for example, a yeah. car show, yeah. or they go to an electronics show in Vegas. Okay. And, uh, you know, what, what happens is they come back with a whole host of new ideas new products and new innovation that comes from outside of our industry. Uh, and we do things like you're seeing here in the video. We, uh, we take all this information and we transform it into what is cutting edge, leading edge technology, you know, and uh, whether it's uh, integration of things like uh, JPO, uh, I'm sorry, that's the uh, Mercury uh, joystick piloting, Skyhook, autopilots, um, all of these things uh, get incorporated into the boat. Many of it, uh, again, coming from outside the industry, uh, things as simple as on the 405 Conquest, there is any, uh, where you put your cell phone is a, uh, a charging mm-hmm. station. Uh, you know, we, we don't re- normally see, we see that in cars today, but uh, not well, in and, boats. And that does go back to, again, is uh, listening to the customer. And uh, I'm sure a lot of customers yeah. are saying, you know, as you're sitting there on the boat with them, they're saying, hey, why, you know, it'd be cool to have a place to charge my phone right now, laughing it off. But at the same time, you and your team are sitting there listening, going, good yeah. idea. I think we could do something about <laughs> yeah. that. You know, you can, you can see these things like on the 28 outrage where we have the, you know, just at the helm deck um, right on the dash is a good place to throw your wallet, a good place to throw your phone, uh, the keys, uh, sun lotion, what mm-hmm. have you. Uh, but then even on the 42 outrage, one of my favorite things is, is fairly low tech, uh, which is just the storage on the side of the boat, the little net storage. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, how many, of us, how many of us have lost a flip flop while we're out on the water? Because it went. Foop, yeah. foop, 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 I have been that boat. girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and, and here this is a very, very, very simple solution. Make a bin with a little net, put your flip flop in the net and off you go. Um so these are the sort of things that come from listening to customers, uh, come from running the boats for hours and hours and hours. And, uh, you know, it's funny. We take these things for granted today, but uh, they're all engineered. Uh, everything is engineered into the boats. Well, and uh, you did mention 42 Outrage. And, uh, you know, that is a boat that uh, you know very well at this point. Oh, yeah. um, so why don't you kind of give us a, a an overview of the 42 Outrage? And while you do so, I'm going to see if I can bring up... Uh, uh, the video. Uh, I think you have a cameo on this one too. Oh, oh that <laughs> of course okay. you would. Yes, uh, you know the the forty two hour age is the flagship of the whaler line. Uh, we are now in our fifth year of of production of the boat, and uh, you know one of the very interesting things about it is again how we listen to what customers want to do with the boat. Um, 
today, uh, you know, it's a large social platform. And, and that's a very unique concept. Um, mm-hmm. as we are, uh, you know, practicing social, social distancing. Uh, as you can see, the plant behind me, yes, it's a Friday. Normally, it would be uh, hustle and bustle, yep. uh, but not today. Um, but anyway, getting back to the 420 outrage, um, it, it is a social platform. And while you can see in this video here, which is, uh, yeah, all uh, yeah. myself and Miss Tracy and a bunch of folks there uh, shooting some pretty cool stuff out in the Abacos, um, this, this, the social aspects of the boat, whether it's the forward seating, whether it's six people at the helm, uh, whether it's um, the fishing features in the stern deck, um, all of these things are part of our legacy throughout the years. Um, so again, you know, 420 here in the video, uh, we're going to be out uh, actually uh, off of uh, Hopetown in the Abacos. Uh, this particular day, uh, I remember very clearly because uh, uh, we had not caught a lot of fish that day and uh, we got on to some mahi-mahi and I said, Ooh. forget about the mahi-mahi. There's somebody else that lives under those mahi-mahi. Yep. And uh, sure enough, we were uh, we were rewarded with our patience. And uh, you'll see here in a minute, uh, there's one of the bait fish. That was actually bait. And, <laughs> and uh, I guess it's okay for me to call out uh, some of our owners. Uh, but uh, this is uh, Mark Napolitano. Uh, he owns a 37 Outrage. Uh, he happened to be with us on this particular day. And um, he became a model. Charlie, Charlie Foss, our head designer, yeah. uh, director of design, uh, handling the boat beautifully. And of course, uh, the, the, the main thing here is, yes, we did catch the marlin, mm-hmm. uh, but it was Mark's first marlin. Oh, that's great. So it was fantastic, fantastic day on the water. Uh, the photography, our photography crew is, uh, is second to none. And uh, you yeah, can see the results here. I but know. Uh, what a great Kelly, thank you, because, I mean, this just sort of, you know, brings back great memories on the 420 Outrage. And to think that we're now in our fifth year of production on the boat, uh, it is still the number one selling large boat in our lineup. Uh, You know, right behind it is the Realm Series. Uh, But, uh, you know, again, uh, it's a boat that's gone to market. It's been very well accepted. And again, it comes from a long list of, gee, what do customers want? What do they want? They want a social area in the bow. They want a social area at the helm. They want to socialize in the stern. Well, what do the fishermen want? They want to be able to walk up to the bow and, and fish for bait. They want to be able to go in the back and get the boat in, get the baited, or get the fish in through the dive door. Uh, they want to have large uh, bait wells. So here's a boat that can accommodate all those things while having the largest cabin uh, in the 42-class uh, market right now. Well, it, so... The video itself, that showed the fish, the fishing aspect of the 42. Um, but you do have another video that shows just the livability and, you know, it, the pleasure boating experience, which is kind of the the, the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde of the yes. 42 outrages. Absolutely. Not only can you have that hardcore uh, fishing experience, put a tower up top and just go. But at the same time, if you want to just go to that local sandbar or head over to, uh, you know, Bimini and just hang out for a weekend, uh, you know, what better boat to do it on than a 42? You know, what's very interesting for me, and uh, we build uh, right right here behind me is, is our 42 line. Uh, it's interesting for me how many 42s we build with upper stations uh, that I know the client never intends to fish. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're just, because of what you said, they're going to the Bahamas, 
they want to see the reefs. They want to see the, the beautiful beaches. It gives you a different vantage point. So you're absolutely right. Uh, the boat has a, a tremendous appeal um, to all aspects of, of boating. Um, yet it has one fundamental thing, and that is that it's built to be offshore. It's built to be in salt water. Um, it has a hull that will take much higher waves than you and I uh, will be able to withstand. And it does this so that we can get our family out there and get our friends out there in a safe manner, get us back, you know, in a safe manner. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things that Boston Whaler, all of our boats do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, I go back to that question we had earlier, which is, uh, you know, are, are all Boston whalers unsinkable? Yes, they are. And, you know, when you look at um, the amount of foam that goes into a 420 outrage and all the structure that goes in that, quite frankly, a client, unless they come to the plant, which uh, we love to have folks at the plant yeah, sure. once, uh, once we were through this particular season, um, you can really see that uh, mm-hmm. it's it a tremendous amount of, uh, of engineering and, and uh, development that goes into producing these double hulled foam filled uh, structural offshore machines. Um, so, you know, again, uh, you know, yes, it satisfies all the needs of the serious uh, offshore fishermen. I mean, I've, I've got 420 outrages from, from South Africa to uh, Dubai. Um, we have some, out, uh, as far as China, mm-hmm. uh, all over Central and South America. And, you know, a lot of those boats are in, in serious, serious uh, fishing waters. Uh, mm-hmm. However, in those same, with, by saying the same thing, uh, it's great to see pictures of the entire family out on the boat. Yeah. Um, and these are things that we really cherish today. Uh, we want to get our whole families out on the boat. Um, the circumstances being in the country right now that, uh, you know, Geez, I you know it's it's a great way to uh, enjoy your family, and again, uh, you know here at Whaler as we're looking at today, yes, we are respecting all of the ask uh, from our uh, officials, and and again, Boston Whaler promotes that you do the same thing to make sure you're paying attention to what your local and uh, national officials are telling you to do, and uh, follow those guidelines for sure, for sure. And uh, I I did bring up also just you know the customize uh, is that a word? Customizability, the the customization that you can do to these boats, uh, and just looking at the hull color options here, um, I personally I love the Abaco Blue. Uh, oh yeah, it just you know, hey, customer, choose from this. You know, this all these these you know historic colors. A lot of these you see from boats, and again in the '60s or way back when, right? Well, you have um, you have the traditional we call Palm Beach colors. That's going to be the sea foams. The Fighting Lady. Yep. Uh, these are very traditional colors, and and I'll be honest with you. Over the years, I've kind of thought, well, maybe we should, you know, move away from those colors. Uh, they've been in the lineup a long time, but every time we do, it's like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. We have to have those, uh, you know, the wasabi, the seafoam green. Very, very, very traditional. Uh, what we call Palm Beach colors. Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, we have Abaco Blue, and uh, you know, it's a pearlescent. Uh, paint that has a depth quality to it. Uh, these are things that uh, when, you know, when we first started doing boats in that color uh, with those pearlescents, uh, nobody was doing that. And is this uh, something that, that goes throughout the entire range of boats too, or? Well, yes. Um, you know, this does carry out uh, not only from the 420, it goes right on down to our, uh, um, to our super sport models. Um, and whether it's gel coat or paint, 
depending on you know what the size of the boat is and what the colors are, um, everything from under top, underside of hard tops um, to hull side colors, uh, we're able to do that. And um, you know, again, we you know the, the whole idea started with this Abaco blue, uh, which still is the most popular color, but uh, you know, very quickly uh, items like tectonic silver. Um, mm. We're bringing these vast different colors to the uh, to the markets and, and really appealing to the different tastes. After all, it is your boat. Mm-hmm. Right. We want it in your boat. We want to offer you choices in, in constructing your boat. And uh, as we look at the larger Boston whalers, for example, we do a great bit of customization. Uh, we will actually have the customer come into whaler, sit with designers. Uh, they go through a series of interviews. We develop uh, some information for them. Uh, and then we, uh, you know, if we come to an agreement, we go out and we develop these particular one of boats. And it all stems from the fact that that's what we want to do. We want to make it our boat, mm-hmm. um, you know, and whether it's the, uh, some boats that I have out at Baker's Bay um, in the Bahamas that are strictly offshore fishing machines, uh, the, the cabin is rigging stations and cabinets and, and rod storage um, to some boats that I have in the Block Island, uh, uh, New York area mm-hmm. with uh, the Ralph Lauren interiors, uh, oh, wow. very classy uh, nautical looks. Um, we're able to do that, uh, particularly with the larger boats. However, we do offer all, you know, down through the product lines, uh, a lot of colors and, and different options that you can get for the boat. Well, and I think you, uh, I, you can't go wrong with a name like Tectonic Silver too. I think that that's a pretty <laughs> sweet name. Oh yeah. That's uh, you know, that's a color that, uh, a client uh, came to us on a 420, uh, and he had a particular uh, very high-end automobile, and he said, uh, "I want my boat to match my uh, my automobile." Yep. So uh, we borrowed a, a part of the car and uh, uh, took it to the color labs and uh, d- developed tectonic silver. Uh, after the first customer saw it, uh, it just it went on a roll, and it's uh, it's been in the lineup now for a couple of years and been very successful. So cool. And uh, so uh, as we were talking here, I also kind of transitioned a bit. Uh, you did mention the realm and talk about, um, you know, just relaxation uh, machine, if you will. Um, and I'm going to bring up, I, I do have a video that I'll bring into uh, the, uh, the feed here, but you want to kind of just give an overview of the realm uh, family? Well, the Realm family is our, our significantly focused around the family, uh, entertaining with the family and having social activities with the family. Um, that's, uh, that was the key focus here. However, over the years, uh, we have been asked by folks that have, uh, let's just say, lower interest in fishing and higher interest in family and, and activities on the boat um, to develop a product that was built for the saltwater environment. And, uh, you know, here, this is an evolution of a boat, which uh, is the very first Boston Whaler where rod holders are an option. <laughs> and, and this would be sacrilege here at, at Whaler to say that. Um, but it is developed more for er- entertainment of the family. Um, and as you can see in the video here, whether it's having an area to have lunch in the shade, uh, whether it's the uh, helm deck, which is uh, ergonomically positioned, uh, we can do the chair adjustments and so forth, uh, or, um, you know, quite frankly, whether it's the bow of the boat, mm-hmm. uh, where you can entertain uh, a number of folks and, and you have your family in, in a very secure environment, 
um, that was the whole idea about the realm. And the realm is where I coined the phrase um, beyond the horizon and back, because here's a pleasure boat that our owners have no issues going to the Bimini, our Bimini event with us. I mean, mm -hmm. whether it's the 35 realm or the 38 realm, um, you know, we see them going on our Abacos trips. Uh, we see them going uh, offshore quite a bit. And, you know, again, yes, this is a pleasure boat, uh, but it's built with the high quality uh, of, of an offshore machine. And um, that's, you know, what people in saltwater environments are looking for, um, you know, a boat that can take heavy waves. Uh, the 35 uh, Realm, for example, has a 24-degree uh, hull. Then um, that is, in essence, a definition of, a, of an offshore uh, fishing machine. Mm -hmm. um, but that's going to give you that great ride quality um, that the clients are looking for. And then we right. bring features like uh, gyro stabilization, the Sea Keeper gyro. We put a Sea Keeper 3 uh, in the 35 uh, realm. And all of a sudden now we can see that families are truly going out and enjoying the day. Uh, perhaps if there were some times when maybe a family member would uh, get nauseous or seasick, um, technologies like Seakeeper, gyro stabilization, uh, tremendously improve the quality of the day that, mm -hmm. that those sorts of people have out on the boat. And, um, you know, so it's innovative features like that or on our 38 realm where we have decided, hey, we're going to do a full windshield all the way across the boat. How can we execute that? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we came up with a very innovative way that the windshield opens uh, onto the uh, the cabin surface, so it looks like any other boat. Uh, when it's mm -hmm. closed, it looks great. When it's open, it looks great. And um, these are features that are that our owners are, are looking for. Um, on the other hand, you can also see the robustness, the quality, uh, the attention to detail in all of these boats. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, and look at that storage space too. I mean, uh, I, having the uh, yeah. paddle boards up top like that. I mean, it, the versatility. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, um, that's one of the things. Again, uh, it's the first Boston Whaler with a paddleboard rack. Um, and uh, you know, it's funny how we see a tremendous amount of our owners. Uh, you know, on the west coast of Florida, they'll go through the pass. Uh, they'll go up to the beach. They'll anchor up, up on the paddle boards. They're experiencing nature. They got their whole families out there, and it's just a, a a wonderful idea. Yet, on the other hand, if you're a young family that has youngsters that still need to come in for a nap or something like that, well, we have a cabin with air conditioning where mm -hmm. you know a youngster can be uh, uh, put to have a nap and and perhaps maybe watch a a, a short movie or something like that, uh, and allowing the family to extend their time out on the water. Hey, Will, can you, so what's happening in this image here? Is this, uh, we have a window here that you can actually open this up as well. Could you kind of explain uh, yeah. that? So on our, uh, on our realm series of boats, and also that has now carried into the 405 Conquest, uh, we came up with these large uh, cooler buckets uh, that are under the seat. So here in the picture, you can see that the cooler bucket is open uh, for loading, right? And mm -hmm. then once you load it, uh, with beverages, uh, you can close that, and uh, the clear glass, uh, clear acrylic panel you see there, uh, it can be open for dispensing. So you don't have to ask the person sitting down to move out of the way to get a beverage or a snack or a sandwich or something. Um, the other thing here uh, that's very important is that this um, cooler bucket uh, can also be refrigerated. 
so it can become a chiller uh, refrigerator assembly uh, so that you never have to get ice. Um, mm -hmm. it, oh, it's wow. really nice. Uh, you can see the sliding tray there at the top to keep mm -hmm. things up out of any moisture that could be at the bottom. Uh, but again, this is one of the key innovative features uh, that we have on the Realm series. And now that has carried into the 405 Conquest. Wow, wow, very, very innovative. I mean, you can clearly see every new model, every you know, new year, there's a new thing that, that's introduced. So it, what's next for Boston Whaler? What can the, the, what can people expect to see next? Well, the, um, the you know, we, we are going to carry out uh, our, our uh, portfolio strategy. Uh, and right now in our portfolio strategy, um, the 28 uh, Vantage uh, is, is just hit, you know, just launched at the New York Boat Show this year. And then, of course, uh, at Fort Lauderdale uh, this last year, we launched the 405 Conquest. So these are uh, these are the boats that are leading the portfolio right now. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, we're always looking at uh, ideas from customers and, and, and out from the industry on, you know, what the next model might be. Um, but, um, you know, certainly we're at the forefront of that. And uh, with our partners, uh, Ray Marine, uh, we have the latest electronics, uh, you know, on cue, as I would say, uh, with our partners, Mercury Marine, uh, we have the latest engine technology at our disposal. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, with our partners such as, uh, you know, Seakeeper and Frostbox, uh, we have other innovative features that uh, go into the boat uh, that make them very appealing to the family. So if you heard me say nothing for the last five minutes, it's because, uh, yeah, our, uh, our future development's uh, top secret and uh, we like to keep it that way. Yeah, well, good. People are just going to have to keep up with you guys on social media and on the website and keep checking back in and, and wait absolutely. for that next big launch. Well, absolutely. I do have to say, uh, and I saw over the weekend, uh, we're, we're using these virtual ways of being next to one another in, in ways for good, too. And uh, it sounds like uh, there was a boat delivered to some customers and they, they christened their new boat and uh, virtually as opposed to in person. So that was pretty cool to see. Oh yeah, that was that was phenomenal. And um, uh, right now, as as we speak, uh, Tracy and I should be at, uh, at at our Captiva Owners event uh, in Sanibel Island on South Seas Plantation. But given the current environment, uh, uh, we have chosen to do the prudent thing and and of course cancel that activity. But this very much disappointed our 420 <laughs> outrage customer because we were under tremendous pressure to deliver the boat and get it to him so that he could go to the activity. Well, you know, it's one thing to get the boat and get your family and go to an activity. It's another thing to get your boat, um, be in a group of whaler owners mm -hmm. at an activity. Yep. And uh, so we wanted to approximate what it would feel like to be with a group of owners um, and take delivery of your boat. Um, so with uh, your marketing department at, uh, at Marine Max and our marketing department at Whaler, uh, we put together a virtual delivery and uh, it was it was great fun. Um, I was very, very uh, just ecstatic that uh, there were some of our uh, what we call uh, key uh, customers participated. Uh, some of them that had a 42 outrage, uh, yep. some of them that have a 42 outrage and multiple whalers. Uh, and, uh, and again, some of the uh, team from uh, Team Support who supports us with uh, with all these events and activities. Well, we were all on Zoom together, 
and uh, we all took turns uh, welcoming the uh, the new family onto the uh, to their 42. And uh, I know that uh, your team had arranged for them to have uh, lunch on the boat so that they could mm-hmm. practice social distancing uh, out on the water. Uh, and I got to tell you, uh, it was quite impactful uh, for us here at Whaler. Um, during our senior leadership call on Monday, uh, we brought up that, uh, you know, how impactful it was and and what it meant to the owners to, um, you know, yes, we couldn't be there on site physically with them, uh, but we broadcasted from uh, from our different locations and joined them virtually uh, to congratulate them and and the ownership of their new whaler. And uh, that was just a great experience. I look forward to doing uh, many more here in the coming months. Yeah. So that uh, if that's a shout out. If anybody uh, is about to take delivery of their new whaler, uh, definitely. Uh, Talk to your local Marine Max team members, and we'll we'll get something set up, and and maybe absolutely. we'll rotate. absolutely. Awesome. No, that's absolutely incredible. I've been able, lucky enough to be at some of the Captiva rendezvous, and you talk about an energy between owners. It, it's just electric. So mm-hmm. it's amazing that you're carrying that forward with you know the people that are our new owners that really. We're looking forward to that. And I'm sure when we get back into the groove of things, those events will all pick back up too. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, we, uh, we are, uh, already planning our events next year and, uh, you know, whether it's Captiva, which, uh, traditionally for Boston Whaler that kicks off our owner's event series, uh, whether it's Captiva, Bimini, Abacos, um, uh, you know, or, or perhaps, uh, as we come into next year, uh, somebody, two or three of our customers say, hey, listen, maybe we should try one here or there. Um, this mm-hmm. is something that our, our owners uh, are, are, are always con- contributing to mm-hmm. what we do at owners events. And, uh, you know, so we're looking forward to our owner owners events uh, next year uh, uh, as they get on the schedule. And of course, uh, I just look forward to interfacing uh, in this new medium uh, with our owners. Uh, it was mm-hmm. quite excited. Our owners had very positive feedback. And I know that it's something that uh, on that particular day, uh, my wife was with me, we were out on our boat. And uh, she just said, gee, that was fun. That was, that was fun. That was genuinely a good time. And uh, it was done virtually. And, uh, you know, it connected a lot of us. It's not every day you get a call from Will Rogers. So I'm sure that was uh, so much fun for the customers (laughs) to go through. Uh, Uh, Right. Well, thank you for that. Well, awesome. It's It's been a joy having you with us, Will. Is there anything else that you want to cover today in terms of Boston? You want to talk about some of the product that might be sitting behind you right now? Well, um, let's see. Let me just turn real quickly and have a quick look. <laughs> let me, let me put right. you up close. So, uh, yeah, right uh, up in the, uh, let's say, off of my, uh, let's see, this is off of my right-hand uh, shoulder, um, you'll have a, a set of uh, uh, triple uh Verado Mercury, white Mercury's on the back of a 38 Outrage. And uh, that 38 Outrage, by the way, is going to New England. Uh, we shot a little video and a shout out for that particular customer uh, earlier this week. Um, then right about where my uh, right ear is, uh, we have a 42 Outrage. And uh, that's in the 42 Outrage line there. Um, that particular boat's uh, going to be going to Puerto Rico uh, here in the few wow. uh, in the next couple months. So we... Uh, we did a shout out to uh, all of our uh, Spanish friends in Puerto Rico. Hola, amigos. Un placer. Uh, and uh, we were able to do that in Spanish. 
and then over my left shoulder, we have a uh, 345 Conquest, uh, which is also uh, uh, going to a client. Uh, this particular client uh, is a Marine Max client in uh, the Clearwater area. And uh, we did a quick, uh, quick video on that boat also earlier this week. Uh, just to let them know that, you know, while we are, uh, you know, not uh, we're not in operation here at Boston Whaler, we wanted to bring these boats to them virtually because every single one of them is very important. And, uh, you know, we can do this uh, using this medium, uh, you know, using this technology and uh, and conferencing and so forth. So that's a little bit of overlook. I, I am in building 4A, which is the large boat building here at Boston Whaler. And uh, uh, this would be the 42, 38 and 35 outrage. Uh, next to me would be building four A B, and uh, that would be where we build the uh, four hundred five and three eighty realms. And maybe next time we come to you, we'll we'll switch uh, position and and go over to that that part of the building, which is a completely different view. Well, and if you haven't been to the Whaler facilities, uh, wow! I mean, just incredible. Just going in those front gates and just seeing. Uh, the grandeur of all things whaler in front of you and and having these new facilities i remember uh being there while the 42 uh location was still being built and being like yeah. wow is that it? and that's not, and now you're sitting in it and it's like and that was just a few years ago it's crazy oh it, it has been and uh you know uh we're very fortunate to um that our senior leadership team uh has invested tremendously in our uh, in our facility I can tell you that uh, when uh, Tracy and I started working here, and Tracy's been here a little longer than I have, um, you know, it was uh, 250,000 square feet of manufacturing. Um, you know, today we're half a million square feet of manufacturing, uh, and most of it constituting new buildings uh, like the one I'm in that are with the highest technology, um, uh, the highest ventilation, the best ventilation, and 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 particulate uh, handling, um, good lighting, and all of these things. So Whaler has evolved quite a bit. Uh, everything from our, our lamination base to where we shoot the foam into the boats, mm -hmm. um, the areas where we prepare the fiberglass parts to come up into assembly, to the actual assembly parts. And in the very, very back background, uh, you can see our parts warehouse and distribution center. Uh, all of these things are really cutting edge. Uh, mm -hmm. They are... Uh, they incorporate and we incorporate the latest technology that is available uh, so that we can build the best, best value, best boat in the industry. That's great. Well, we, we really appreciate your time today, Will. And uh, I mean, what what better place to be right there than uh, sitting in the factory with these 42s and uh, the Conquest next to you, just ready to go to their their new happy customers? Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. And again, to uh, all of our Marine Max customers out there, uh, you know, again, Boston Whalers, uh, thank you for your business. And uh, we look forward, I look forward to seeing you on the water. Absolutely. And for anyone who's interested in more information, definitely check out bostonwhaler.com. You can view their entire lineup and give them a follow at Boston Whaler on Instagram and YouTube and at Boston Whaler Inc. Global on Facebook. They're pushing out a lot of great content. So if you can't get out on the water, you can at least dream and envision the next time you can. And then also be sure to visit marinemax.com. We will have uh, specific boats that are actually in inventory that you could purchase and take delivery of today. Uh, we have a couple new features on the website, including a chat function. So you, if you have questions, uh, just pop in that chat. We've got boating specialists standing by to answer all your questions, including financing or, you know, how do I take delivery? 
Uh, we do have concierge white glove service going on. So we are respecting the social distancing um, and you know everything can be done electronically. So if you need a boat today, uh, there's a, on, a place a boat on hold button on marinemax.com. We can make sure that happens. Uh, and of course, give us a follow at marinemax leisure on Facebook and marinemax online on Instagram and YouTube, where we will be bringing you all of the boating news. Uh, so again, Will, thank you so much for having us. We look forward to seeing you on the water for real. All right. It's been my pleasure, guys. Have a great weekend. Thank you, thank Will. Thank you, you too. We appreciate it. You guys have a good one. We'll see you next time.